Hello and welcome to this one-off podcast episode from the General Medical Council. I'm Sue Carr, I work as a consultant nephrologist and Deputy Medical Director at the GMC. Throughout my career I've been lucky enough to be involved in clinical research projects which have brought a wealth of benefits to me working as a doctor and to my patients. But we are aware that not all doctors have the same opportunities. In this podcast, we'll discuss how we can widen access to clinical research for doctors and talk about how taking part in research projects can equip doctors with skills, knowledge and experiences that can improve patient care. My name is Farad Parali, first of all. Um, I'm a final year gastroenterology and general medicine registrar in the East Midlands. Um, I'm currently working at the University Hospitals of Leicester, uh, but I also hold a honorary contract as a research fellow with the Department of Health Sciences at the University of Leicester. Between 2015 and 2019, I took some time out of program to do research in patient safety. Um, and I was given the opportunity to use different methods to look at how healthcare could improve its responses following serious incident investigations. Thanks, Farhad. Um, I wonder if you could just tell us how you got involved in being a clinical research fellow and just um, how, how what motivated you to do that? I think the first thing to say is that as doctors, uh, especially doctors in training, we're quite lucky to have a particularly structured clinical academic pathway. And I was lucky enough to secure a clinical academic post uh, throughout most of my postgraduate training which undoubtedly opened a lot of doors and led to my eventual appointment as a research fellow. I suppose I cannot understate the importance of three particularly important factors which ensured I made my initial steps into academia smoothly and I suppose with with confidence. And and these are adequate supervision and mentorship, um, getting time to carry out research, because doing it alongside clinical tr- commitments, especially if you're doing postgraduate exams, ca- ca- can be very hard. So you need that time um, and uh, you, you need belief in yourself. And that particular belief can only be instilled by your supervisors and mentors. So you've described your involvement in research through the um, clinical academic training pathway. Yeah. What do you think doctors can do who want to be more involved in research who perhaps don't go through the clinical academic training pathway or decide later later in their training that they've got an interest in research, what could they do to get more involved? I suppose the first step would be to speak to educational supervisors about your interest in research. They will know people who will know others who might be um, doing other research projects. And uh, there's a beginning to everything and you'll have to tag along to a team to start off with, I suspect. And even if it's a minor role in terms of data collection, um, there's always a beginning to these kind of longer projects and getting involved first thing as potentially just collecting data would be a particularly uh, good starting point. I also think that there are a lot of academic jobs around that people may not be aware of and they're often advertised on NHS jobs and uh, BMJ careers. So just this willingness to just potentially um, inquire about those jobs um, in and around the region um, where you're based at um, it, it is a particularly good first step. 
it's breaking the ice really so contacting your educational supervisors contacting local research teams and most um, teaching hospitals have a clinical trials unit who from my own experience have been quite reciprocative to inquiries for interested trainees to get involved and uh, i think i need to mention the scheme um, which i was made aware last year the nihr associate pi scheme this one is actually a structured pathway into research for people who don't want to take time out and it's sponsored by the NIHR, the National Institute of Health Research, and it allows trainees, uh, in particular registrars, early on in their registrar years to get to know the ins and outs of clinical trials unit. Um, and uh, they are assigned the task of recruiting patients and they get dedicated training into research methods. So some good ideas there for um, doctors who might want to get involved, you know, without going through a formal academic training pathway. I wonder if, if you could just tell us, you know, what, what you think about patient benefits from doctors engaging in research. You know, do, does a patient becoming involved in research, does that help with patient safety? Do, do patients benefit from being involved in research at all? I think patient benefit from from research in a number of ways. So um, we do know, and this has been shown in numerous studies, that research active units tend to have better patient outcomes. That's one. The second is the fact that simply being involved in research means that um, clinicians are more inquisitive in nature. Um, and being inquisitive means that simultaneously you're adding on to that particular step of a ladder in terms of a bigger picture of um, of one particular question. Um, so whilst it may seem that your particular bit of research isn't contributing directly, it's adding on to that bigger picture. It certainly keeps doctors' knowledge and skills yeah. at a, a really high level, doesn't it? And patients benefit from that. Do you think being involved in research is sort of helped you progress in your clinical training? I've got to say the bit that I think has particularly been beneficial to me is the amount of collaborations I've made, the amount of new people I've made, uh, I've got to know, and um, the new networking opportunities that research has brought to my career. Um, it has benefited to my clinical training as well in terms of the fact that it's opened doors um, that would wouldn't have opened before. So from my end, it's allowed me, um, I haven't reached a stage where I need to apply for a consultant job just yet, but it certainly opened my eyes in terms of how other um, clinical units work through the collaborations that I've made. Uh, because within your own clinical training pathway, you can get very uh, stuck to your own region, but through research, you get to know others from other areas and what they're doing and whether you would fit within their own team, you get a better idea of this as well. So Farhad, do you think um, you could give us your thoughts on how you think we might encourage more doctors at different stages of their training and careers to take part in clinical research opportunities? So I think flexibility within the training pathway is an absolute first step. Linking up trainees from smaller teaching uh, from smaller district hospitals which may not have a particularly active research profile with researchers within um, tertiary centers or universities uh, would be another step um, 
medical schools are particularly good at this, uh, but uh, I think as soon as trainees hit the postgraduate training pathway, um, they tend to be alienated from universities. Um, this is not the case in America and a lot of European countries. And um, I, I think a tighter link between, in particular, smaller hospitals and universities would be would be useful. I think that's a really interesting um, idea you put forward there about linking between smaller hospitals and bigger teaching hospitals or universities. Yeah, well, I suppose just to summarize the most important point, I think what has allowed me to progress throughout my clinical tra uh, academic training pathway, it's, it's the enjoyment of learning and and I'd say carrying on contributing to new knowledge and knowing that eventually um, and hopefully it will benefit um, both the centres I've worked in and patients directly. Even if you're not seeing the benefit straight away, you're adding on that particular block within the bigger uh, scheme of things. Can I just ask our clinical fellows to introduce themselves and the roles that they're undertaking at the moment? My name is Val and I'm a clinical fellow at the General Medical Council working in the Strategy and Policy Directorate. Um, my name is Chundim. I'm one of the um, clinical fellows uh, based at the General Medical Council as well. I'm at the Education Policy Department. I'm Natasha Matthews. Um, I'm a clinical fellow currently at the GMC working in fitness to practice. That's great. And can I just ask you about your experience uh, in your previous clinical roles or, or other roles uh, about how you've maybe been involved in research projects? Thanks for the question, Sue. Um, I feel really fortunate. I've been involved in a few research projects and that's ranged from lab-based work, um, examining immune cells, which I was able to undertake during the intercalated portion of my medical degree, to examining new ways of teaching students how to use uh, diagnostic surgical tools. So I have had a somewhat varied research experience. I'm a post-foundation um, year two doctor, um, and I finished that in August just gone. And I previously undertook an academic foundation programme in the northern region. Um, and the research I did was mainly um, in the field of global health. So being a transfer student um, from my home country to, to the UK uh, medical system, I personally found it difficult to get embedded into any research projects during, during my medical school years. I've done some small projects in the past and have those results uh, written up as a paper as well. But during my uh, medical school years here, as well as uh, my clinical training, uh, opportunities has been more difficult. Thanks, John. That that's really interesting. So, having heard what you said, um, what do you think we can do to encourage or enable more medical students or doctors in training to take part or to have the opportunities to take part in clinical research during their education or training? I think to to know research, one has to understand what is research and what is what is the benefits. I personally don't think I have been formally told or taught uh, about this uh, when I was a student. If you are not, if you have not had the 
basis of, of research um, quite early on, it's really difficult to sort of find opportunities uh, because the standards that's been set for to be re involved in research has been quite high. I think there's a really big market for those doctors who don't necessarily see themselves of have it as having a long-term research career or doing loads of research. So they wouldn't necessarily choose to do a, a clinical, an academic clinical job, um, for example. Um, but they want to try some research or do a, a, you know, a smaller project, if you like. And it would be good if there was a greater focus on creating and enabling research opportunities for those individuals. Um, because at the moment, I feel like there's a risk of research being a bit of an elite opportunity. And um, I think passionate individuals might struggle for like ridiculous reasons, like they didn't get the top market medical school or they don't have enough previous publications. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but um, I do think there's a risk of that and research should be about passion and potential and not grades and prestige. And what do you think in terms of benefits to patients? What, how do you think research brings benefits for patients? For me, doctors being involved in research can lead to a variety of patient benefits. I would say that being involved in research is one way to develop or even build upon um, one's ability to really critically assess research-based literature, which we as doctors use to guide patient treatment. And that can really help doctors communicate the origin of management decisions um, that have been presented in the literature, both between ourselves, but also to patients, which is um, a great benefit. But also, I would say that involvement in research is one way in which you can uh, acquire a toolkit of skills that can be applied in various clinical situations um, when you identify areas uh, for improvement that may better the patient experience. So that toolkit includes things like how to produce a hypothesis, develop a framework to approach a problem um, that may go on to better the patient experience, and both how to best analyse and present that data. I think it also helps doctors to improve on the service that they can provide but uh, by a number of ways such as uh, with with good evidence they can change their personal practice they can influence the practice in the department by you know setting up guidelines to make patient care more standardized as well and that this sort of practice can even be spread uh, regionally or or nationally as well essentially it's looking into research looking into what does and doesn't work and as a patient you want your doctor to do what works so the more research we do um, the bigger the evidence base and patient care will be better um, so by contributing to research you're contributing to that whole process um, so we can offer the best patient care and it helps broaden your mind and your skills in a way you wouldn't expect so particularly I think my communication skills um, because it's made me think about how when I've done a project and I have to condense my ideas and my findings into a research poster at a conference or an oral presentation or even summarising it into a research paper, which if you want it in a journal often has to be quite limited number of words. And I think that that idea of having to do that um, really is a really useful transferable skill to when you're actually communicating to patients um, your thoughts and ideas about different things. So I think that's really interesting to hear all of your thoughts about how being involved in research can benefit our patients. Um, do you think there's benefits in being involved in research projects for doctors? Yeah, I think um, 
there's an ability to improve your knowledge, um, to go on to apply to um, kind of the patient setting. But also, in addition to that, I think research allows doctors to develop a niche um, in an area outside of their clinical practice, sometimes ranging into very uncharted waters. Um, and we've seen that with the COVID pandemic. Um, and I think that that can be really fulfilling uh, for doctors, providing them something different alongside that clinical um, practice, um, which they can really go on to call their own and their own kind of contribution um, to healthcare in a wider sense. And I think that can really energize people. I think doctors who are more well-versed in, in research will, again, like we say, has better clinical knowledge um, that's more up-to-date. So people will look towards you um, for the latest evidence. So the benefits to patients and doctors are kind of inextricably linked, in my mind at least. Um, so I think it's helped me a lot with my uh, Be A Better Doctor um, because I'm more able to critically evaluate other people's work and new evidence that comes out. And that's been especially important when we're operating, as we often do in medicine, but uh, in a much more pronounced way at the moment in a context of uncertainty. And so having that skill ultimately means you can provide the most good patient care, I'll say, when you're operating in a, in a context of uncertainty. Um, also, the skills that a doctor gets from research have a lot of overlap with the skills you need to design and implement patient safety and quality improvement studies, um, which ensure essentially that our health system processes and policies are, continue to improve. Um, often those things are separated as two very distinct things, but I think there's a, a large amount of overlap. So when we've we've heard there um, about some of the benefits that research can bring both for patients and for doctors in terms of their knowledge and skills and uh, motivation, but what do you think about how we can encourage more doctors to take part in research opportunities and how we can make those opportunities available at different career stages? and make sure that they're sort of available for all trainees? This is a very important question. And I think that needs to be addressed. Um, so just based on personal experience, um, being quite a senior trainee now, almost near to consultant level, opportunities hasn't been easy to come by. And the more senior you become, it feels like, you know, a bigger mountain to climb to even to get somewhere with research. And I think that's an almost research becomes very much luck based depending on on uh, where you work and what specialty you are in. And certainly compared to my peers, I know that my rotor is more intense being in pediatrics um, where it is a lot of um, long days, 13 hour shifts at day or night. Um, and there's very little uh, extra time for your professional development sessions compared to uh, other specialties. So I think it is a very um, system wide issue and and almost the the opportunities, the time, the opportunities, the teaching needs to be built in the system. And from my perspective, I think that positive role models um, are key to encouraging doctors at all stages to partake in research, but also um, understand how to engage with it. I was very fortunate at an early point in my career as a student to have a doctor act as a mentor 
advising myself and a colleague how to conduct a piece of work, I think it's important to recognise that not everyone will have that opportunity at a medical student phase of their career. And in turn, it's really important that doctors involved as in research act as role models um, to all doctors at all stages of their careers. We need to actually value research in our training systems, um, which at the moment I think is lacking, even like in day-to-day -day normal life before, before the pandemic. It was almost seen as a bit of a luxury to be taking time off the wards to go and do your research project. And really you should be on the ward seeing patients and that's what you're paid to do. Um, and actually we need to see research as an important part of a doctor's development. And if they want to do it and want to pursue their interests further, um, we should celebrate that. I think we've heard uh, your thoughts about how research brings benefits to patients and benefits to doctors. And I think some really interesting thoughts about the importance of mentoring, role modelling and sponsorship in terms of enabling tra trainees to access research opportunities. I think really important to hear from you about making sure that opportunities are available at different career stages. So I think there's some really important points you've made there. So th thank you very much for that. This has been a podcast from the General Medical Council. I'd like to thank our guests, Dr. Farhad Pirali, Dr. Natasha Matthews, Dr. Valamir Selami, and Dr. Chun Lin for taking part in the discussion and for sharing such excellent insights with us. Thank you.